0: and welcome to the downward facing spiritual spiral podcast this is eddie obviously this is eddie i am the host of course not some weird person isn't going to start talking to you well thank you for listening i just got off the phone with uh this yoga teacher that i used to take all the time we had a fucking amazing conversation for like the last hour um yeah it was really inspiring and um, it goes to show actually having real conversations can be much more interesting than the weird shit that goes on on Instagram. But I want to talk about a few things today. And by the way, Vetus has agreed to come on the show next month, so I'm going to hold him to that. Um, I'm just throwing that out there, so um, uh, he, we just got to get our schedules together. But I'm excited to talk to him about social media and yoga and all that sort of stuff. So a couple of things I want to talk about here. So my friend Jen um, told me to watch the episode Smithereens um, this season of Black Mirror. And it's funny because I watched the episode with Miley Cyrus and I kind of <laughs> didn't think it was very good. And I'm sort of hit or miss when it comes to Black Mirror. I, I don't really love that many of the shows. I haven't seen too many episodes. I'll see one and I'm really digging it. Then I'll watch another one. I'm like, eh, whatever. So she texted me. She said, you got to check out this episode Smithereens. And it's really sitting with me. I'm really, I can't stop thinking about it. I want to talk about it a little bit and then talk about my post that I posted on Instagram today. And I'm, I'm going to see if I may have time to talk about Hitler, which is, I know, crazy, but just hear me out. So the show Smithereens, or this episode of Black Mirror, basically, this guy is an Uber driver and he hangs out. Uh, he waits outside of Smithereens, which is a social media platform. And he's waiting there to pick up um, drivers. And he wants to pick up a driver that, or he wants to pick up a passenger who works there at Smithereens for uh, different reasons, which I won't get into. But he ends up picking up somebody who ultimately is an intern at Smithereens. And this is what's so hysterical. The person that he picks up is staring at his phone so much that he doesn't even realize that the driver is taking him not on the path that he should be going on. And he's taking him down like a side street and underneath a bridge and then pulls over and pulls out a gun. Like the guy, the passenger is so engrossed by his phone that he doesn't even realize that this is what's going on. So ultimately he pulls out a gun and he's threatening him for various reasons. And the show is really great because we come to find out the reason why he's doing this is because he was so addicted to his phone and the platform that was created, Smithereens, that something really bad happened. And so he's upset at the creator of this platform. And so he wants to hold one of the employees of Smithereens hostage to ultimately get what he Wants from the owner of Smithereen. So obviously, I'm going to just leave it at that. I want to. I don't want to say anything else about the episode because um, I want you to see it. But I then started thinking about Hitler the last couple days. But uh, and and hear me out. I think you know Tony. I had Tony Leach on my show a few months ago, and he talked about this concept of weak minded. And Hitler, to me, is probably the most powerful manipulator ever to be created. He was able to manipulate millions of people to think the Jews were responsible for all the bad things happening. And I mean, this is the thing. A lot of things had to happen for Hitler to get the power that he had. The depression just had happened. Germany was incredibly poor. There was virtually no leadership in the country. And this is really interesting. The absence of an effective government prompted two influential politicians, Franz von Papen and Alfred Hugenberg, along with several other industrialists, to write a letter to Hindenburg. The signers urged Hindenburg to appoint Hitler ...as leader of a government independent from parliamentary, parliamentary parties... ...which could turn into a movement that would enrapture millions of people. What does that sound like? It sounds like fucking Instagram. I know, it's, it's crazy to think about, and I, 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 I just I went there. But I thought about it when I was watching the show last night... Uh, smithereens. I mean, this platform has enraptured millions of people to the point where that is all they look at all day. That is all they think about all day. And they will get into a car and get taken away by an Uber driver who will then go down a back alley and then rob them because they're staring at like Instagram or Facebook. They also talk about Hitler as being charismatic which I thought was an interesting, and they being Wikipedia. And and charismatic, I thought, was sort of an interesting word. So I looked up the definition of charismatic, because that's what nerds like me do uh, when they're thinking about their podcasts. So, um, exercising a compelling charm which inspires devotion in others. Wow, I think that word... And here come my cats devotion is so interesting it's almost like it's like a cult leader i was thinking about that like hitler is sort of the the ultimate cult leader like how the fuck did he get all these people to do and think what they did and it required a couple things It re- it required things in society and culture people losing money Great Depression, people are desperate, the government is not in control, and so they created a system that got Hitler involved or got Hitler um, appointed or anointed chancellor, which then ultimately then led to him being the leader of the Nazi party. So, culturally, something had to be going on, really bad. And also, he also needed human beings to be so easily manipulated and I think human beings, we're always easily manipulated. We're fragile beings. But I think the culture now, no wonder Facebook and Instagram have so much power over us. Human beings are easily manipulated. We're really fragile. We are willing to believe just about anything. And what was really fucked up, something that I read about um, Hitler, I feel weird even saying Hitler's name so much on my podcast. I'm not a supporter of Hitler. I'm Jewish. I just, I think, and I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is Hitler. But there is, I think, some strange parallels to the power. Power is something that I'm thinking about. So, yeah. So, really quickly, I just want to read something. Just to describe sort of, so I talked about, like, you need a culture that where government is sort of out of control. By 1932, the Nazi party was the largest elected party in the German Reichstag, but did not have a majority, and no party was able to form a majority parliamentary coalition in support of a candidate for chancellor. So former Chancellor von Papen and other conservative leaders persuaded President Paul von Hindenburg to appoint Hitler as chancellor on January 30th, 1933. Shortly after... The Reichstag passed the Enabling Act, which began the process of transforming the Wellmar Republic into Nazi Germany, a one-party dictatorship based on the totalitarian and autocratic ideology of National Socialism. I think what we have now, and why I'm thinking about Facebook, is there's no government that's governing them. They can do whatever they want which means nobody's in control. And so we have Mark Zuckerberg up there. God knows what the fuck he's doing. God knows what his ultimate goal, ultimate goal is, but what's happening. So this is where, the, obviously, the parallels separate. You know, Hitler had a very specific goal in mind. And he was vocal about his goal. We don't know what to think. What's the goal of Facebook? What's the goal of Instagram? They hide behind connection, bringing people together. But based on human nature's sort of weak-mindedness, that's not what's going on. People are ultimately staring at their phones. People are getting into car accidents because they're staring at their phones. People are spending 25 to 30% of their day, on average, in the artificial virtual world, And then they think about that world for another 20% of their day, so they're spending almost 50% of their day thinking about, or talking about, or living in the Instagram world, as opposed to having real-life discussions. So, yeah, it's kind of fucked up what's going on right now. And when I saw that show Black Mirror last night, Smithereens, I was thinking, fuck, fuck who is in control right now? It feels out of control. I feel like everybody individually is, con- is in control of their own sort of life, but nobody is controlling the outflow of information that is going into people's phones. Nobody is controlling what people see and think every day. And I think it's kind of this, it's chaos. It's sort of, it's become emotional chaos. So there's other thing that we I want to talk about responsibility. You know who's responsible for this chaos, the wild wild west, and nobody really. You know people say, oh, it's up to the, it's up to the person. It's everybody who, who's looking at Instagram or everybody's it needs to police themselves. But I don't think that's possible. I don't think people have the fortitude or the awareness or the capabilities to police. Their emotions, I think Instagram and technology is moving so fast. And, you know, when, when the television came out, people didn't know how to deal with it. When the cell phone came out, you know, it, it, people don't know how to respond. And with Insta, the only reason I pick on Instagram is because it encapsulates everything bad about social media. And we don't know their intentions. And they're doing whatever they can to get people to stay on the platform. So then they are triggering emotion, reaction. They're wanting people to get into arguments in a public platform. And nobody's policing all of this. So this is what, this is what I posted today on Instagram. It was a quote from David Brooks' article in the New York Times about bullying. The internet has become a place where people communicate out of their competitive ego. I'm more fabulous than you, a lot of Instagram. You're dumber than me, much of Twitter. It's not a place where people share from their hearts and souls. And so one of my friends made a comment. Um, it's the same as the other media. It's just amplified and accessible. People will always be people. And, you know, when I read that, and then Vitas made a comment about, you know, it's up to the person to sort of control how they react Uh, If it's envy, and I'm paraphrasing here a little bit. Uh, If it's envy, if it's jealousy, you know, it's up to the person to just be happy for that person. No, I I just, I think that's a cop-out. And I think the other comment I read is a cop-out because it's basically saying, well, I'm going to keep doing what I want and I don't care about the effects that it has on the culture. People are going to, you know, I think people are just... People are having fun on Instagram because they're getting a bunch of dopamine hits and they're getting lots of attention and they're having all these conversations and quote unquote conversations and they're getting attention and they're getting more followers and it's fun and it seems like it's harmless. But it isn't harmless. It's causing addiction. It's causing depression. It's causing anxiety. It's causing suicide. It's causing bullying. It's causing people to spend more time in the virtual world than actually face-to-face conversations. It's causing so much distractions. It's causing accidents in cars. It's causing people to not think for themselves. It's causing people's brains to think about the bullshit on Instagram instead of real-life shit. It's creating chaos and people will say oh it's it's been here all along or you know you know it it's never been like this it has never been this chaotic it has never had a platform the government at least controlled television there was the fcc you know howard stern was under control On the radio, he couldn't say, you know, fuck, and all the other nasty words that you can't see on radio. This is a thing in a weird sort of way. So then he goes to Sirius Satellite Radio, and then it's up to the person or the family to control what they're seeing or hearing. So in a way, that was sort of the precursor towards where we're at now. But now it's visual, and the visual has always been more powerful than listening. The visual effect of Instagram, of absorbing the imagery, the filters, all of your quote-unquote friends having the time of their lives or looking perfect or happy all the time, all of this stuff is out of control. And people that do that kind of stuff, where they post nothing but perfect photos, or only happy photos, or people, you know, try to incite Bullying online, they don't think there's anything wrong with it because nobody's telling them to stop. B, they're getting more dopamine hits, they're getting more attention, more likes, so it feels good to do all of that stuff. So they don't think there's anything wrong with it, so they keep doing it. But all of this shit has an effect, it's having a strong impact on our culture. It's changing the way people think. It's manipulating the way people think. People aren't talking as much anymore. People are just not thinking for themselves. It's just important shit. It's really important to think about. And um, oh, and then the last other, the last thing people will quickly say, and then this is the end of the episode. So They'll like, say, "Well, you just shouldn't use Instagram." No, like that's not. I, I I'm friends with some artists. I just had an artist on the show. If you're an artist, if you're creating a piece of work, art, you, you got to use social media to get the word out. It's an easy platform to use to get your voice or like your book out into the world. The problem is, is that people are just using Instagram to inflate their egos, it, to, m- to feel better about themselves, to create attention to make it, it, it's so complicated. Why, you know, why are you using social media? Why are you using Instagram? And in your free time, what are you doing in your free time? Are you getting on the phone, like just really quickly, getting on the phone and, and talking to friends, or are you numbing out and just staring at Instagram or Facebook? And in closing, you know, Vetus and, and, and this, my other friend made comments on my post today. And, you know, I, I I responded, but then I got on the phone and I called Vetus and we had like an hour conversation and it was great because you know, we listened to each other's nuances. We we like listened and talked and there was a back and forth exchange going on and we were absorbing like the other person's thoughts and intellect and and paying attention and there was depth going on. I could have just like responded on Instagram and then he could have responded and then we could have had this really silly, superficial, ego-driven bullshit exchange. And, oh, this is the other thing that he said. Sorry, I'm a little... Random here with my thoughts. He said that Instagram is just like a photo album and this kind of stuff has been going on. You know, when friends come over to your house and look at a photo album, you know, you show them your photos from your trip. No, Instagram is not a fucking photo album. Instagram is a public platform. You're not inviting 20,000 people or 10,000 people to come over and look at your photos from your trip to Costa Rica. People are carefully curating exactly what they want people to think of their lives and their thoughts. That is a huge difference than a photo album that you have just hanging out on your coffee table at home. Just lots of food for thought here. I just um you know as much as I don't like Instagram, if I wouldn't have, you know, posted this post, I wouldn't have had an interesting conversation with Vitas today and and um it it was really inspiring and and it was just cool to talk to him about just like the effects that these platforms are having. And so Um, Just, I don't know, just lots of things going on in my mind. And I just wanted to share what I'm thinking and and get people to really get you to think about, you know, what are you doing in your free time? And why are you using social media? That's an important thing to think about. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Also posted earlier today my conversation with Ian Ketterer from Among Authors, the band up in Seattle. really was awesome talking to him and reconnecting, so please um, take the time, listen to the conversation I had with Ian. You know, and also I was just thinking about musicians, because I've had some musicians on the show. A few months back, I interviewed Joey Peters from Grantley Buffalo, one of my favorite bands in the 90s. Great conversation. So if you want to listen to another cool talk about music and the impact of social media and what it and the impact that it's having on artistry, I suggest you check it out. So that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral.